0: Hello, and for the first time in um, well, what has been quite a while, it is good to say welcome back to the Politics Unboxed podcast. My name is Rhys, and it is a relaunch, a new set of series, um, relaunching on on Instagram, on on Facebook, on Twitter, and. On the website, which is politicsunboxpodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, you can find out through the link in Instagram. Uh, but more importantly, it is back to doing what I enjoy doing: doing these, doing these podcasts. And I, I might be a little bit, a little bit rusty, a little bit out of practice. I haven't done this for for quite a while. Since my last one of these? On well, it must be back end of of November last year, so quite a while. But, um, no, it's it's good to be back, and hopefully it is good to have me back. So, this episode is the first in a new set of series, so we're launching uh, concurrently a set of a a few series, or I can add to them as they go along, they're all listed on on the website. Uh, This is going to be part of the UK news review. There's also going to be a US slash global news review, Um, UK elections, um, and then you get a US slash global elections, and then one for going over political history. But this one, as I say, is part of the UK news review, and it is no coincidence that this one comes out on Monday, the 12th of April, because that is the day. Uh, Well, today is the day that the next stage on the United Kingdom's roadmap for lifting lockdown is uh, is taken those those steps are moving along so uh, what does it mean what go what happens from here um and let's have a quick look back over how we got him so without further ado let's get back into it with today's episode of the politics unboxed podcast <laughs> So yes, uh it is time to delve back in to the UK's news and Monday the twelfth of April is the time for the next stage of lifting lockdown which the Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced will be going ahead a couple of weeks back. Uh this is probably the the biggest change in lockdown rules since um well since this, this lockdown that we're currently still technically under walls. Uh, implemented I suppose you could say that the 29th of March was uh, fairly big but this is this is when you see the the big the big changes so just to run over what is actually going to be happening from today more businesses will be able to open uh, indoor settings uh, people are being advised to visit them alone or with household groups and outside it is uh, rule of six wherever you want to go rule of six or two households um, I know that two households thing is going to be quite good for, for university students because sometimes flats can be up to 12, 15 students and then you can get um, massive groups but it's two households, uh, two households no matter on the numbers of those households So what is specifically going to be happening? Well, all shops are going to be allowed to open so that's non-essential retail From the 29th of March it was well, essential retailers although they could have been open throughout the lockdown but from the 12th of April it is all shops open Um, hairdressers, beauty salons, all these close contact uh, personal services are opening up restaurants and pubs to the delight of many in the UK are going to be able to serve food and alcohol to customers but only if you're outdoors so this recent cold snap, not the best weather for it but still I'm sure people won't be complaining gyms and spas they'll be reopening, Um, zoos, theme parks, libraries, community centres Pretty much, most things will be be opening back up again. Um, holidays are back on if you're in a self-contained accommodation, um, and weddings and funerals have had the numbers of people who are able to well um, able to what is it attend. Uh, they've been uh, increased, so 15 for weddings and 30 for funerals, um, which means that there will be allowed to be 30 people at the Duke of Edinburgh's funeral, which is going to be. Next Saturday. Um, apart from that, that is those are the the main rules that are going to be changing. And so it's it's rule of six outdoors and still sticking to those social distancing things in doors, uh, masks required in those um, indoor facilities uh, in most of those as well. The prime minister um, has warned to behave. Responsibly, that's uh, Boris Johnson's message to the people of Great Britain um, to take steps in order to suppress COVID. Um, this is a a big step. Um, I just want to add quickly: this is only for England, um, only for England, because the Prime Minister is once again, as I I got rather tired of saying on the the previous launch to the podcast, um, acting in his official capacity as Prime Minister of England. Northern Ireland, Scotland and Wales all have devolved administrations, uh, and healthcare is one of those devolved issues, so these rule changes um, apply to England. In Northern Ireland, the stay-at-home order that's been in place for quite a while there is ending, and there is some level of relaxation of the rules in Scotland and Wales too, Um but the big changes are happening in England, and the the warning from the Prime Minister is, well, to be fair, needed. Now, over the last year and a bit now, crack, it's been a long time, um, we've seen a sort of a repeated cycle of up it goes, and then it comes down due to, to lockdowns, to public health measures, things like that, uh, and then there's a relaxation, and then it comes back up again, and then they either have the the, the tier system, which went Famously, brilliantly, um, or some sort of regional lockdown system, or another lockdown, which then suppresses it again, it goes back up now. And a whole, a whole cyclical uh, endeavour of, of coronavirus, and the Prime Minister, and many others, uh, a vast majority of others, are quite rightly worried that this could be um, just another um, repeating cycle this time around. I very much hope that isn't the case. Um it is a big step in this this roadmap. I think Boris has called it a a roadmap to to freedom, um or something like that. And this will come as very welcome uh news. I mean it's it's been news that's been bubbling for a while, but the fact that we're finally here is welcome for those those publicans and restaurant owners and shop owners who've been been waiting and waiting, watching the months um, tick by under lockdowns. But there are still things we have to definitely keep an eye on. Um, the promise of urging people to remember hands, face, space, and one more. Fresh air. It used to be just hands, face, space. They've added another one on. Uh, they've, they've broken the, the cardinal rule of three word slogans. Um, but, uh, but hey, hopefully people will be able to, to stick to them. Cases are expected to rise. I don't want to put a, a, a dampener on the whole thing, but they—they they just are. This is this is going to um, this is going to happen. Cases are going to be higher because there are more instances where transmission is possible. Um, what it might mean, however, is if we are prepared enough, uh, those cases won't turn into hospitalizations and they won't turn into uh, the sort of levels of 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 deaths, the horrendous levels of deaths we were seeing um throughout uh twenty twenty. We saw peaks in, in April and again in sort of um November, December time. Um this new uh, measures to take us out of out of these restrictions will hopefully be aided by uh the, the nearly forty million Um, combined first and second doses of the coronavirus vaccine that have been administered. Um, The government says this puts the United Kingdom in a strong position, and it is hard to argue with that. But it is also hard to argue that sometimes strong positions do get squandered. People have lost from comfortable positions, and I would not call our position comfortable. Uh, we have scientists fearing that the relaxation has come too soon, they're worried about areas in the East Midlands and part of Yorkshire, parts of the East Midlands, um, uh, parts of the Midlands in general, sort of, I'm talking about the Leicestershire area, who haven't really come out of lockdown at all since since March, they're one of those regions that never really got relaxed, um, and we don't want to see more lockdowns popping up, uh, we Think back to Boris Johnson's whack-a-mole strategy of regional lockdowns. If it pops up here, we'll institute a lockdown here. Um, I don't think anyone wants to to see that, mainly because um, there'll be all sorts of jurisdictional issues, uh, whether the central government steps involved to do it, whether it's the council, whether it's all sorts. Um, but we we don't want to see that. But it is a possibility. Uh, the the government says again that these, uh, the conditions for, for lockdown easing, have been met, and there are, there are four of those. One is that the vaccine program continues to go to plan. Two is that evidence uh, shows that vaccines are reducing deaths and the numbers requiring hospital transmission. Uh, sorry, hospital treatment, which is why uh, we are in a good position. Um, number three is that infection rates do not risk a surge in hospital admissions. And number four is that new variants do not change the risk of lifting restrictions. And so far, um, most of those are are being met. It is, it is hard to say the vaccination programme isn't going to plan. We are, on that front, doing quite well. Um, there is the evidence showing that vaccines are reducing, at least to some degree, deaths and hospital treatment. Um, numbers three and four slightly patchier infection rates not risking a surge in hospital admissions well that all depends on which model you use and like it or not the, the government picked a, a model that, that supports them and that's, that's the, the irony of having so many studies coming out and so many models um, it is easier for the government to just sort of go I'll have that one please a little um, study here to show that infection rates aren't risking hospital admissions when others are but um a calculated risk uh, assessment has been made by by the government and i really do hope it pays off number four about new variants um not so much new variants would be my my point on that more uh, potentially waves we we saw the what was dubbed the the third wave of coronavirus wash around the world we saw it in america we saw it um come to europe and we saw um Cases, hospital admissions and infections rise in, in most affected countries. Uh, we saw new lockdown measures instituted across the continent. Now thankfully, it seems to uh, not have made it here, at least not have made it here yet. But this stage will be possibly the biggest test of the the government's roadmap. Um, if it pays off, well then, I can't really see the government turning back around. Um, the seventeenth of May is when the next sort of review of the, the measures is taking place, uh, or when the next easing will be taking place to go to stage three. But the government um if it gets past this stage I I really don't think uh we'll be applying the handbrake as the Prime Minister would probably say, or or turning round, throwing a U turn. Um which makes this all the more important. I mentioned earlier about um, looking back on the past and right now the United Kingdom uh, seems to be being portrayed as being in a a good position Um, I have no particular evidence to to doubt that and indeed I I do very much hope it is the case but um, when dealing with brass dented scenarios it is important even in the middle of them to turn around and look at what has come before to see what we might be able to um expect later on and unfortunately like with the the cycle of peaks and, uh, and troughs in um in coronavirus cases and in coronavirus deaths we've seen peaks and troughs in sort of government performance really um i'm not sure if there are too many, um, too many great peaks. Um, we've seen thirty-seven odd billion pounds on a test and trace system. Um, a test and trace system which we will need, even with the vaccinations, um, as we start coming out of lockdown again. Uh, we we've seen um, that the vaccine was it is very good at. At doing what it is designed to do, it it doesn't stop transmission, it stops serious symptoms being developed, it stops um hospital admissions, um it is effective at what it does. It is not stopping the the virus necessarily spreading. Um because you can still be a carrier having been vaccinated. Uh and it is disheartening to me to see that um, the test and system still isn't really up and running I mean we can order lateral flow tests um, but those aren't recommended for people who have symptoms um, those are the, the PCR tests uh, I feel like we're all going to be absolute experts on, on different types of tests by the end of by the end of all this um, we've seen the government handling different relaxations of lockdown and different strategies to go about reimposing lockdowns in sort of haphazard, hands-off-then-hands-on, hands-off-then-hands-on approaches. Um, And without wishing to be too down uh, about it, we do still have the highest death toll from coronavirus in Europe, and there is a reason we got that. We do have questions, serious questions to ask, and hopefully I'll be able to ask some of them uh, over the course of however will I managed to keep this this podcast going for uh, not necessarily this episode of course I don't want to keep you for too long I can already notice the uh, the time and I do want to try and keep to my my today aim of sort of fifteen to twenty minute podcasts um, we've seen swings and roundabouts from the government and I also remember um, speaking a while ago on a on a podcast about. Well, I think the government tried to do with its messaging, because it goes from the government is telling you to do this when it does stay-at-home order, to the government is saying that people have common sense when it now becomes um, relaxing, lockdown, and I, I'm seeing it again here. Um, Boris Johnson urging people to behave responsibly, um, so that, possibly, and maybe this is me being cynical. But possibly so that w- when, if, hopefully if, but possibly when things go um, downhill or infections start to pick back up, you can turn around and say, well, the, the regulations and the laws are fine. People just didn't behave responsibly. I'm not sure. We'll have to wait and see. All I do know is that as of today, it is one step closer to how things were uh, I won't say before the pandemic, but I will say how things were sort of last summer. Remember last summer? Eat out to help out. All that stuff in August, uh, and then we saw a massive uptake in, in cases, and then a regional strategy of lockdowns. Yeah, I hope we don't see the same thing again this summer. Um, so I am I am hopeful, I am cautiously optimistic, but I, I do have in the back of my mind... Um, memories of of how the government has has handled this pandemic um over time but there is uh, a light at the end of this this long and arduous tunnel and i really do hope we reach it so this sort of brings me to the close of today's podcast um I've managed to to keep waffling on for for as long as I I said I would. I've managed to not waffle on for too much longer than I said I would. Um as I said at the top of the podcast it is it is good to be back doing things I enjoy. Um hopefully as the country opens up again, uh people listening can get back to doing things they enjoy. Um this has been the first episode ...of the relaunched Politics unbox podcast. Um, if you enjoyed it, uh, please do um, give me a rating if you can... ...on whichever platform you're listening to this on. Um, if you have any questions, queries, um, you want to find sources for articles and quotes... ...not too many um, source articles or quotes for today. Um, they will be uh, available on the Instagram, I would imagine. I haven't quite worked out how I'm going to do with that it'll probably be on a post there uh, that's all going out on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter uh, you can get in contact with me through any of those platforms or through my email which is politics.unbox at outlook.com and uh, excitingly uh, the launch of the website which is politics.unboxedpodcast or on word.wordpress.com um, hopefully that is, that is a, a nice looking website with some, some good features on it Anyway, that is all the time we have for today on the Politics Unboxed podcast, so I would like to thank you very much for listening, and I will see you all again soon. Um, it will definitely be a lot sooner than the last cap. Uh, I hope to see you all again soon for the next episode. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.